0: listening to the sports daily i'm your host reality steve thank you all for tuning in on this thursday great great show for you today we are talking to jeffrey benson who is the director of operations at circus sports great interview today we'll get to that momentarily so not a lot to lead into this jeffrey benson director of operations at circus sports in las vegas uh, he's a incredibly busy man. I am so thankful that he gave us 15 minutes of his time. And trust me, I was watching the clock the whole time. I think I might have gone about 15 minutes and 30 seconds. But um, uh, it was... I got in exactly what I wanted to ask him. There was one thing that I couldn't get to, and I talk about that at the end. So the interview is about the next 15 minutes, and then I think after that is about seven or eight minutes of me talking a little bit more about what we couldn't get into and the Circus Survivor contest, which I've talked about. You've heard me talk about on this podcast for the last four or five weeks. And anybody that's interested and maybe still doesn't get it or what to do, by all means, email me if you'd like. I'd help you out with that. Steve at realitysteve.com. The more people that sign up, bigger the pot gets so you'll hear us talk about it and we'll talk about circa in general if you've never even been to circa because it's not on the strip it is in downtown las vegas you know you get it, wherever you are on the strip you take a cab ride to circa it's maybe 10 to 15 minutes and um but it is as he describes it is a sports book that had a hotel built around it because they are very sport centric you've been to las vegas you've been to a lot of the hotels their sports books are tucked in the back. They don't focus on their sports book. There are some that have really nice sports books, but Circa is a, a completely different level, or should I say, a completely different three levels of seating, uh, stadium seating. It is an unreal sports book. Uh, Jeffrey Benson was able to get me seats a couple years ago there. It, it's just it's an unreal way, way to watch games um i'm sure you've been to a sports book in las vegas and maybe seen the tvs and watched the games or whatever like wow this is cool circa is a whole different experience i gotta tell you um so uh without any further ado let's get into it like i said it's the interview with jeffrey's about 15 minutes long and then i talk for another f- uh, probably seven or eight minutes after that that you know fills in some gaps and explains uh things some more so let's get right to it jeffrey benson from Circa sports all right. Let's bring him in. Uh, he is the director of operations at Circus Sports. His name is Jeffrey Benson. Jeffrey, thanks for coming on.
1: Thanks for having me, Steve. Uh, appreciate it. And looking forward to talking through some football.
0: Yeah. Uh, for those that aren't familiar with Circus Sports and their operation, tell everyone about it and what you do as the director of operations there.
1: Oh, how long do we have? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, basically, I really kind of, uh, you know, oversee the front of house uh, in terms of, you know, all the ticket writers, the line supervisors, uh, you know, the customer service in our non Nevada states, really just overseeing the day to day operations of the business, Um, you know, working with the guys in the risk room uh, to make sure that we provide the best product to our players give them the biggest limits um, and provide a, you know, a transparent marketplace that allows them to get down. So I certainly have my, uh, my hands in a lot of different parts of the business. Um, But yeah, I mean, basically the goal, you know, when running a sports book is just to make sure people can get down and, um, you know, to make sure we have a good product in terms of a betting menu on the boards.
0: Just out of curiosity, when the Circa Survivor or when the Circa sports book was being built, are you, part of that? Are you saying like, we want the best one, let's make it three stories? Were were you any part of that or were you brought on after this is all built and fleshed out?
1: Yeah, so I started about five years ago. Um, We've been in business for about like four and a half years now. So, you know, I I was a part of the design process uh, and making some of those decisions. Um, But yeah, I mean, really a lot of that uh, in terms of the vision, the layout, the functionality um, kind of what we wanted it to look like. You know, all the credit goes to our CEO and owner, Derek. Um, you know, this is really his vision. Um, you know, he's been in Vegas for a long time. Uh, he loves sports. And so I think for him, it was always his dream to have his own sports book. Um, and with Circus Sports, you know, we've been able to make that happen. So, you know, the what you see at Stadium Swim and what you see in the world's largest three-story sports book, um, you know, I'd say is really you know, basically his vision coming to life.
0: Yeah. And for those that haven't been there, I mean, I've been there myself, thanks to you. Um, it's just, it's an unbelievable um, seating ex- <laughs> expedition to, to be there and to witness it. Uh, the, the different levels, you just don't, you just don't get, it. I've been at a lot of books on the strip and you know, everyone will say it, it blows. It's the best sports book on in Las Vegas. Um, and I don't think there's any question about it. It's just, an unbelievable feel. You guys do a great job there. Um
1: Yeah, I mean I think I think a lot of places, you know, sports is kind of a lost leader. You know, they tuck it in the back. Yeah. It's not something they put, you know, a heavy emphasis on. You know, they'd rather push slots and tables and, and things of that nature. So, you know, for us, you know, everything we do kind of centers around sports. Uh, And so for us, it made sense to build the world's largest three story sports book and then have to have to build a casino around it. So I think for us, it's really experiential. Um, You know, it's like going to a club. It's like going to the uh, stadium and watching the game. You know, you get a firsthand live experience, you know, with the crowd. You know, the spectators, you know, the betting, the food, you know, the ticket writers, all encapsulated in one. It's it's a fantastic retail experience. Um, you know, whether you're outside at, uh, you know, the world's largest amphitheater, being Stadium Swim or inside at the Book, uh, you can't really go wrong either way.
0: So I've talked to my listeners a lot this season about the Circus Survivor Contest. Uh, I've been a, I've been an entrant in it every year except for COVID year because I couldn't get out there to sign up, which I think happened to a lot of people that year. Um, but I've actually been saying this without even knowing the answer so I'm sure you can answer this has to be the biggest survivor contest in the United States right there's there's nothing that I think compares to this
1: I mean I'd say it's the the largest legal football contest in the world in the world yeah, um, yeah it's you know, be. I, I, I mean I haven't seen anything bigger you know it's something that continues to gain you know massive popularity and grow every year you know when we started we probably had you know, 1,500 entrants, you know, and then a little over 3,000 entrants. And then last year we had, you know, 6,000 entries. Uh, And this year we finished the prize pool at 9,267,000. You know, so it's kind of creeping up there in terms of, you know, when you think about the World Series of Poker, you know, you can talk about Circus Survivor in the same vein. Uh, You know, we're really excited. Obviously there's four people left at this stage of the game. You know should all those people win in the last week of the season you know you're making four millionaires um you know it's just life-changing money you know it's something that's really helped to put us on the map you know derek and myself really love survivor it's something that we're passionate about and you know getting people out here participating in our contests understanding our brand seeing our properties you know that's really why we do it so it's been a fun uh you know follow all season long. uh gotten a lot of great publicity uh here in the last few weeks. Um and certainly ex, you know excited for the remaining four contestants as we go into week 18 here uh at Circus Sports.
0: Yeah. No, I mean it's it's fabulous. I mean it's great being a part of it like myself. Last year I made it to the top 125. You know, with 6,000 people when you sign up, you're like, look, I'm I'm hoping to do something good. I'm hoping to get it. But then when it hit 125 and I was still around, I'm like, holy shit. Like I I have a kind of a chance at this i mean i didn't think i still didn't think i was going to win but your goal is hey just let me get to the end and then literally right when i got to 125 i i got eliminated because the bears couldn't hold a uh, two touchdown lead in the fourth quarter but it's neither here nor there um this year same thing got to week 10 and was out with baltimore who blew a two touchdown lead in the fourth quarter it's very eerie two years in a row week 10 same exact thing happened to me with the two different teams that i picked um so the thing that you brought up was the fact that it's it's grown every year last year like you said around 6000 this year 9200 and i told you and i had spoken to this on my podcast that i had noticed around june or july at the sports stations where i live here in dallas i started hearing advertisements for this and i'm like this is the first time i've heard this and i you know i, I got to believe that you know you guys were hitting i'm guessing you guys advertising dollars was hitting a lot of the major cities so you can inform more people about it cuz it seemed like for the longest time it was you just had to either be in the gambling no or word of mouth and tell everybody how that plan worked out because you went from basically 6000 a little over 6000 to 9200 this year that's that's huge and then what the expectation is maybe for next year i'm assuming you're going to do the same thing yeah i mean obviously when you
1: you know you have an owner who guarantees 8 million dollars you know i think that certainly helps mm-hmm. uh to continue to incentivize to grow the prize pool which is you know there's zero rake. 100% of the prize pool goes back to the player. So I think for us, you know, we've continued to to throw a lot of money both at marketing uh, and the guarantees for the contest, uh, which I think have propelled, you know, those record numbers. You know, I'd imagine, you know, given that we finished at, you know, 9267 entries this year, you know, we'll be well north of, you know, ten, uh, you know, well north of ten thousand or 11,000 entries, um, you know, and continue to increase that, that, that prize pool. So, you know, is there a world here in, you know, two, three, four years, you know, where the, somebody could be the winner of, you know, the sole winner of Circus Survivor and, you know, take home 15 million, 20 million, 25 million. Absolutely. And I think that's the direction that, uh, you know, the contest has taken um, and the feedback from people within the industry and our players has just been fantastic. So we're really excited, obviously, for 2024 um, and really looking forward to obviously getting people paid out uh, in the contest, you know, here over the next seven to 10 days.
0: In, in the four years that you've had it or five years that it's been in existence, has there been a solo winner or has it always been at least two?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. Um, year one, uh, we didn't have that extra week. Uh, plus, we only did uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, so there were thirty-five people that went eighteen and zero. Uh, then we started to add in uh, Thanksgiving. Um, there were five people uh, who won um, that year. Uh, then we obviously added Christmas the following year. Uh, there were two individuals. Uh, that split the prize pool last year. And then as we go into week 18 this year, uh, there's four remaining contestants, each with an implied uh, equity of a little over 2.3 million. Uh, So up to this point, uh, we've only had multiple winners, never had a sole circus survivor, uh, but definitely had a few points in the contest, uh, you know, later in the season where had the picks, you know, fall in one way or the other, uh, somebody singularly could have scooped the pot, but up to this point, it hasn't happened.
0: Could have happened last week. I mean, the four people left took four different teams. I mean, it very Absolutely. well could have happened last week. Um, you know, the, the uh, Circa Twitter account posted something, I think it was a couple weeks ago, asking kind of their audience what they thought a good payout could be for the contest and not necessarily a winner-take-all. Do you pay out if you make the top 50? Do you get something back? Make top 100, something like that. Um, is that something you guys are seriously considering uh, for next year? TBD. Yeah. You know I think
1: obviously, you know, the goal anytime we sit down at the end of the season and review things and think about what we're going to do for next year is how do we want to improve the contest as a whole while also not changing the core components that have helped us grow the contest and get us to where we've, we are today. Um, you know, it is a survivor contest, and it is a winner-take-all format. Yeah. You know, I think there's some people that like that, some people that don't like that. You know, some people that say, you know, if I get to the month of December, I should be getting X amount of dollars in terms of a payout. All of that stuff will be reviewed, and you know, people are more than welcome to throw things in the suggestion box. But you know, I think for us, you know, we try to give people, uh, you know, credit uh, so that they can monetize their entry in some form or fashion, whether that's betting against the team. You know, that they select in the contest, whether that's wagering on other teams uh, that the contestants choose, yeah. uh, that the other contestants choose. So I it sort of feel like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know, you when you have such a good thing, you really don't want to go in and, you know, t- take a sledgehammer and, uh, you know, mess something up um, and change things too dramatically. So like I said, every year we'll end up reviewing, um, I'm not sure, you know, if we'll change the payout structure or things like that. Um, but just try to continue to lean into the things that have made us successful up to this point, uh, while figuring out how we can grow the contest.
0: You had mentioned, uh, earlier about the fact that the first couple of years you didn't do a Thanksgiving week. And then recently you added a Christmas week. I'm sure, you know, that next year, um, Christmas falls on a Wednesday, uh, and, and, and outside of COVID, I don't think the NFL has ever played Wednesday games. So it looks like, we don't know for sure, NFL schedule has been released, but if there is no Christmas games next year, is it just going to be a 19-week season for the Circus Survivor Contest, assuming um, you just do a Thanksgiving, or is there – You know, I don't even know if you have the plan set. Obviously, you're not going to know until probably yeah, May I mean- or June. But if there's no Christmas gay games next year, which it doesn't look like there will be – is that what we can logically probably look to happening? Yeah. I mean, we really got to see
1: what the schedule is. Um, You know, Christmas was obviously uber popular this year in terms of viewership and watch, watching um, and TV ratings and, and things of that nature. So, you know, maybe there's a world that the NFL does deviate. Maybe they don't do a Monday night game or something, you know, instead they, a third you know a a wednesday game you know maybe there's a world that that weekend you know on the saturday beforehand you know they have three games similar to what they did you know the week of christmas um and then there's some sunday games and we can break up the weeks like that Uh, i think a lot of it just has to do with how the nfl releases the schedule and ultimately when the teams are playing um which will make up what those holiday weeks are
0: And one final thing on the circus survivor contest for people that live out of state and want to play like myself. I mean, I know how it's done. I've used a proxy service there, but for people that don't know how to enter this contest, just tell them how they go about it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it is an in-person thing. Uh, So you got to come out to one of our properties here in Vegas. Um, once you sign up, it's $1,000 to enter, whether you're entering the Circa Million or the Circa Survivor. You can have up to five entries in the millions, 10 entries in Survivor. Um, and if you Google Las Vegas-based football proxy, there's a number of different reputable and reliable services um, you know, that'll put in your picks for you weekly. You just send them what you want to pick and then they'll simply put it in for you. So I'd, I'd estimate that probably 90% of the people who play in the contest use a proxy because they are out of state. Yeah. Um, so that's something that um, is definitely pretty prevalent at this point. Um, but you make a one-time trip, come out, sign up in person, pay with cash, credit card, cashier's check, you know, any of those methods, and then ultimately you can get in the contest and have a great football sweat um, the entirety of the season.
0: And one, actually another final question on the Circus Survivor Contest. I don't even know if you can answer this, but of the four people that are left, are you allowed to say if any of them or, uh, of them, how many of them are multiple entries people? Yeah,
1: I believe, uh, one person had one entry, wow. uh, <laughs> one person had two entries, one person had four entries and one person had seven entries. So hmm. People who say, oh, you know, somebody had 10 entries, I can't compete, yada, yada, yada. You know, when you look at the remaining four contestants, um, you know, none of them started with 10 entries. They all had less than that. Um, And really, at the end of the day, it only takes one entry to win.
0: And then one final thing in general, Super Bowl coming up um, right now. I'm assuming you guys have either San Francisco or or Baltimore installed uh, as the betting favorite what is your biggest liability right now have there were there any major bets preseason put on like I guess I would think the Texans or the Colts preseason probably had the highest odds of anybody who has a chance to make the playoffs where's your biggest liability right now
1: uh we took some decent money on uh, the Ravens at 13 to one to win the title so mm-hmm. um you know with their with Lamar's MVP run and uh, then taking the, the one seed, have a little bit of liability there. So looking looking to to probably fade the Ravens at this point. Um, but the playoffs are going to be wide open, and it should be uh, fun and exciting. And then on the NFC side, uh, probably rooting against San Francisco uh, of the teams that we think really have a chance to win.
0: Yeah. Well, Jeffrey, I really appreciate you coming on. I want to thank for uh, for all your communication over the years. I'm sure I'll see you uh, come September of this year at some point. So again, thanks for taking time out. I know you're a busy, man. Really appreciate you coming on.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: You got it. Thanks so much to Jeffrey, uh, for coming on. Um, like I said, I've been pushing that circus survivor contest, uh, all year on you guys I've been talking about it basically weekly for the last, I don't know, probably four or five weeks since it got down to a minimum amount of people. But as you heard him say, they're down to four people in that pool with a pool, of nine point two six seven million dollars. So, if everybody wins this weekend, even though you know there, I, I forgot to ask him about the chop if it happened. Either way, um, all four people have the Bengals left. If you go on Circus Survivor's Twitter account, you can see who has who left, and we've seen how many opt outs this week in the NFL in terms of uh, quarterbacks have been happening, and you're just like, well, wait a second. <laughs> I mean, this is. Um, with this many quarterbacks sitting out, um, it looks like this is going to be a very easy week to win a game. You know, the Bengals, uh, are playing at home against the Cleveland Browns and the Cleveland Browns are starting. God, who did they say? They're, they're not starting Joe Flacco. Um, I already forgot who they're starting, but it's somebody that's shitty, <laughs> you know, and the, and the Browns have nothing to play for. They are going into week 18 already set as the five seed in the AFC. They can't move up. They can't move down. So all four people left in Circa have Cincinnati available. Um, One of them's got, uh, you know, uh, two of them have Green Bay available. Two of them have New Orleans available. Um, It looks like, you know, outside of some major upset happening this weekend, it looks like these four are going to end up splitting uh, the pot. And I don't know how they did it already. Like we said, um, if there was a chop and each got 1.75 million and then they're playing and the rest out, for 2.2, either way they're probably going to end up with the same right around money, 2.3 million each. And anybody can sign up for this contest, you just have to make a trip to Las Vegas at some point and sign up in person. You don't have to obviously go back to Vegas every week to make your pick. Once you get out there, you sign up and then when you're there or anytime before that, you set up with a proxy service. Uh, that does your picks for you. They set up a website, and they do it for you. You place your pick of what you want, and they'll put it in for you. And you just basically sit at home on Sundays and sweat out uh, the possibility of winning uh, $9 million. Like, look, 6,000 entrants last year, 9,200 this year. They're going well over 10,000 entries next year, if not in the 11, 12,000 12, entry range, I would think, um, because it's just... It's getting bigger. Word of mouth is pushing this thing out. So many people know about this, and the more that the thing is, this contest is they don't take anything for themselves. If ninety, if nine thousand people sign up at a thousand dollars an entry, the pot for this thing is nine million dollars. They don't take a cent. This is all about publicity for them, getting people out to their hotel. Which, if you haven't been to the Circa Hotel, Something that we didn't talk about, Jeffrey and I, and I didn't mention, I think, all season, is it's a 21 and over hotel. There are no children at this hotel. It, it's basically a hotel, like he said, it's a sports book that had a hotel built around it. And you just don't find that on the Strip. The, you know, As much as I love the Venetian, they've kind of downgraded their sports book. The Mandalay sports book, to me, sucks. 25 years ago, it was the greatest thing in the world. They haven't even touched it in 25 years. It sucks. Um, There are some good ones on the strip, but like he said, they kind of pushed them to the back. They would rather focus on people getting on the gaming floor and playing craps and playing blackjack and playing poker. And, you know, I get it to a certain extent, but Circa just said, screw that, we're going the opposite route. We want people to come here and enjoy sports. He talked about the stadium swim. Have you ever seen that on Instagram? Google stadium swim, and you'll be like, holy shit. You know, I mean, this is it's a it's a it's a really cool hotel. Like I said, there's no kids. Every when you walk in the front door, there are people standing there. Look, I'm 48 years old and I got carded every time I've gone in there. That you have to show your ID before you even step foot in that hotel. And you can't be under 21 and go to that hotel and watch a game. So keep that in mind. I'm guessing most people that listen to this podcast are over 21. But that contest is only going to get bigger and bigger. And like you said, four or five years from now, we could be looking at literally multiple people, solo person wins this thing and takes home a $15 to $20 million prize. They are on par now with the World Series of Poker in terms of what their prize is going to be. You know, I tried to get him to see if he was going to say like, hey, can you win any money back? Are you guys thinking of you know, giving it to people who finish in the top 50, top 100? Judging by that answer that he gave, they're not going to. It looks like this will always be a winner take all prize. And it doesn't go into the playoffs. It's just if you're alive at the end of the season, you split the pot with however many people are left. And that's it. It's a very simple game. You pick one team a week and you can never use them again. And that's it. For this particular contest, you can have up to 10 entries. So you can spend $10,000 and have 10 entries and go from there. But you know like you said four people left one of them is one entry and they're basically they've gone 18 and 0 uh 19 and 0 thus far they just have to pick one more game and go 20 and 0 and they're going to split minimum uh, they're going to collect minimum 2.3 million million. and then he said one of them did uh one did one entry one did two one did four and one did seven so you don't have to do 10 entries to win this thing that means that somebody that did do 10 entries and there were multiple people that did 10 entries i saw the results when they posted them multiple people did 10 entries and those people didn't even make it to it shows you how hard it is you had 10 different entries and on none of them could you go 20 and 0 you know yet somebody who had one entry is 19 and 0 right now looking to go 20 and 0 somebody who had two entries is 19 and 0 right now, looking to go 20 and 0. So, it's a lot of luck involved. Obviously, you just got to avoid those upsets every week in the NFL. We talk about it all season long. It's impossible to predict who's going to win. If we knew who was going to win these games, we'd be millionaires. And you don't know. And even in a pool where there's no when there's no points spread involved, all you have to do is pick a winner. 9200 people, 9267 signed up and four people are left in the last game of the season. It is crazy. So thank you to Jeffrey for coming on. I really appreciate that. Thank you all for listening. I'll have my picks tomorrow in the NFL, so we'll be back uh, for that. Again, thank you all for listening. For Jeffrey Benson, I'm Reality Steve, and remember, sports will always be the greatest reality show on television.